What is the one thing you learned from 2020? What's the most surprising thing that happened to you this year? The saddest thing. What are your goals for the next year? Do you even plan goals? What are we supposed to think about 2021? Should we be afraid or what's going to happen? Can somebody help me? Us in general? That sounded way more alarming than I wanted it to sound. I have had some painkillers by now and this episode might seem a bit wacky. Or as you can tell, my voice sounds a bit weird. But in any case, let's go for the 2020 recap and goal setting for next year. Hola, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pretty Sure Podcast, the podcast where we talk about life, love, travel, business, and everything in between. Life tends to get messy sometimes, and nobody really taught us how to live it. With your new best friend, confidant, and host, yours truly, Sabrina. I will always have your back, and it is my mission that you never feel alone again, because I'm always here. So fasten your seatbelts, because the ride is about to get really bumpy. Welcome to season two, Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome back from the holidays. I hope you enjoyed the Christmas celebrations if you celebrate Christmas. If not, then it was probably a regular week for you, except it was holidays because nobody works um, during Christmas, even if you don't celebrate it. I hope you all got everything that you wanted. You got to spend time with your loved ones, whether it be in person or socially distanced or via virtual. In true 2020 fashion, I was prepared to talk about like traditions and like a bunch of different things. And then I decided it would be better to just do a little recap of what has happened this year by talking about the five things that 2020 has taught us because it has been a crazy year. Am I right? Like so many things have happened. I can't even believe it's been a year. Like I feel like it's been five years in one. Just so much growth, so many changes, and just so many crazy things happen one after the other. Like lockdown. Who would have even imagined that lockdown was even possible? in 2020. Like, if you would have asked me in January, I would have said, that's ludicrous. That's like completely impossible. I still was the type of person that was thinking, you know what? The virus, the COVID virus is just the flu. Like, there's no problem. Boy, was I wrong about that, obviously. Um, I actually still traveled in February. So I went to Poland with one of my best friends from my childhood. We went to Poland and I actually was sick. So I believe I might have had COVID at that point. But since nobody knew that COVID was a thing in like Europe and in the States and everywhere, it was only in Asia. It wasn't like I didn't check it out or take it seriously. It might have been just a really bad flu. Like you never know with these things. But anyway, I went to Poland. I came back and then a couple of weeks, I think two weeks later, my mom came to visit and then we were hit with like pandemic full lockdown in France. And it was it was crazy, crazy times. Like you could not leave your house 
without a paper. Like you would have to have a permit that would say what you were doing, where you were going, and it had to be within a one kilometer radius and maximum one hour at a time. It was like mental. I never thought that would happen. And I was not prepared. I don't think anyone was prepared. And I think I speak for many of you in saying that I never thought the whole pandemic would last, I guess, past March, April. Like I thought I really genuinely thought March, April, everything was going to be over. And obviously, here we are end of December, a lot of countries still in lockdown, COVID still a problem, vaccines being developed, doctors still being in the forefront, people dying, people getting sick. And I mean, what can we even expect for 2021? Am I right? To not necessarily celebrate a crazy year, but to talk about some things that have gone right with this year in terms of what we've all learned as humanity and kind of just like things that you were put into perspective and you realized. I'm going to be talking about five major things, some funny, some deep, and some just interesting. Five things that 2020 taught us. And then I'm going to end it with talking about some of the goals that I personally have for 2021, because I want to be kept accountable. And I want you to realize that We all have goals, we all have dreams, and we can accomplish anything. Like, if 2020 has taught us seriously anything, is a lot can happen in the span of weeks and days. So, let's dream big. And I'm going to be challenging you to to do the same, but we'll talk about it a little bit later in the episode. It is going to be a short episode because I'm still recovering from surgery. Um, I had a nose job and I am a little bit in pain. But I still wanted to show up and just be here for you because I absolutely adore you. And I just really enjoy having these conversations with you because even though it's not just with one particular person and even though I'm not seeing any one of you in front of me right now, I feel like we've developed a bond throughout this year because you have literally learned so much about me. It is insane. Like I have bared my soul to you. Like I have talked about so many crazy things on the show that I never thought I would. And I just feel like we're close, you know, like I can tell you anything and you wouldn't judge. And you can obviously tell me anything. Like you can message me if you want to come on the show, also message me and we can talk about things. You just know my soul at this point. And so, yeah, I just wanted to thank you for your constant support and your love and for still being here and for listening to this episodes and the guests that I have on and just for following along in this journey and crazy ride. And let's see what 2021 brings. Without further ado, I want to start with the number one thing that 2020 has taught me or us in general. And the first thing is small things don't matter. I think the biggest change I've seen this year with myself and with the people that are around me is that we used to put so much importance on having the best outfit, going, traveling to the best places, eating at the best restaurant spots, you know, having the best car, having the best phone, have this, that, all the money in the world and all the influencers and just we're very materialistic society in general. And so what this year has taught us is that 
in the end, doesn't matter how much money you have, doesn't matter all the experiences you can get. If a pandemic or if something like 2020 happens, we are all kind of in the same boat. Yeah, okay, you can have different houses, different house types, like you can have a huge house, you can have a huge background, yard, sorry, but also background, (laughs) backyard, and we are all deep down the same. We like, we need connection. We love to talk to people. We love to just feel connected. And that was probably one of the things that was missing the most this year, you know, like hugs and all of those things. But essentially the small things don't matter. Like if you had a fight with a coworker, a friend or your loved ones, because some person said something or other, or someone was not nice to someone, or, you know, those petty little dramas, they don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. And one of the things that's the most important is your family and your loved ones. So it just, these small things don't matter. Like going to the best restaurants all the time don't matter in the end. Having visited 60, 100 countries, whatever it is, doesn't matter in the end. Like it is nice. It is great to go visit and see things. But ultimately, the things that you bring with you in life and in death are your memories. We don't know what happens when you die, but you sure as hell can't bring money. You sure as hell can't bring food with you. So the only thing that lasts is memories. And so small things don't really matter. And, you know, you should just Cherish your loved ones and your family and your friends because ultimately they're the ones that are there for you and that will make a difference in your life. Now, the second one is I don't think I timed it correctly because we went from something super deep to the ridiculous peak 2020. So the second thing that 2020 taught us is the amount of toilet paper you actually need to survive is not as much as you think. I would be hysterically laughing if I actually could. But peak 2020, I don't know if anyone else did it, but I actually didn't. It was super hilarious. They came up with this website that you could calculate how many days you would last with the amount of toilet paper that you had in your house. And this was after like toilet paper gate, or I don't even know what they're calling it where people just went out and bought massive quantities of toilet paper to the point that it was like sold out in most of the grocery stores, which, okay, I have to say I was a part of, not because I thought that I would need a hundred rolls of toilet paper, but because seriously, there were times where you would go to the grocery store and it would be empty. Like there would be one shitty toilet paper roll available and that's it. So I had to actually buy some toilet paper off of Amazon because I was afraid that there weren't going to be any more factories were closed. And so where the hell are you going to get suppliers, right? But the amount of toilet paper we actually need, seriously, is not as much as you think. Like you never see in movies, zombie apocalypses, people running to get toilet paper because quite frankly, I think I had about 20 rolls or 15 or some ridiculous thing like that. And that was going to last me for the whole year. And I was like, yeah, I don't know why I went out and bought more. Like, it's just ridiculous. But people would have like 50 rolls or like 60 rolls or whatever. So <laughs> lesson number two was that we actually really don't need as much toilet paper as we think. We just, <laughs> I don't even know what came over us. If someone please has an answer to toilet paper gate, please send me a message because I really would love to know the psychology behind that. 
Number three, this one's also pretty funny and interesting. Obviously, with COVID, back when it first started, you were taught to like wash your hands and everything. And here's the two things that is a two for one in this case that we learned from that. Number one is we touch our faces an obscene amount of times. Like seriously, before COVID, I never realized how much I touched my face until they told us you should not touch your face. And then I would catch myself like putting my finger on my chin or like scratching something or touching my nose. And then it's like, but actually you're not supposed to do that. And coming off that is we are pretty disgusting and most of us didn't wash our hands as much as we thought we did um, before the new COVID things came in order. So like coming inside your house and washing your hands, leaving after a while that you're touching stuff, washing your hands multiple times a day, using antibacterial, you know, sharing food with your friends or like trying drinks from other people or like cheersing or stuff like that. I didn't realize how much we a did that and B like didn't I, I never washed my hands when I went into my apartment unless I would like, w- like went directly to the bathroom or had to do some cooking or something and so I quickly discovered that was pretty freaking gross and I had to like, up my habits and stuff so that was an interesting discovery to say the least number four this one is one that I particularly learned it's kind of been like a game changer for me so I would love to know if it's been a game changer for you as well Being by yourself doesn't necessarily mean you are alone. I'm an only child, so I kind of grew up being alone, you know, like reading by myself, watching movies, TV, like I've been a very independent person my whole life because my dad worked all day and then my mom, obviously, like she had stuff to do. It wasn't like she was watching me 24-7 all day, every day. Like she'd go to the grocery store or she'd like be doing something in her room or reading something or waiting for my dad or cooking while I'd be like playing on my own at my house after school and stuff like that. So I kind of already knew that being alone, being by myself wasn't being alone. But once you grow up and you go through like the phases of having friends and like teenage life and like boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever uh, preference you have and all of that, you kind of like start having this fear that, oh my God, I don't want to be alone or like, oh my God, being alone sucks because like you're with your thoughts or you like you feel you have this FOMO, right? Like this used to happen to me before. I used to have this FOMO of I'm super happy in my house watching a movie with like takeout, but I should be out partying with people or like on a date or something because I'm like in my 20s. Why the hell am I home in my pajamas on a Friday night at like 10 p.m.? Or in this case, now it's 10 p.m. and on a Friday and I'm like recording this and I think I haven't seen friends in like a month because I'm visiting my parents. So A couple of years ago, even last year, this would be like unthinkable for me. I would be thinking like, holy shit, I have to pretend that I'm doing something because what are people going to think? The first part of quarantine, I was with my mom and then she left. And then the second part, which was like the easing of restrictions and all of that and still staying at home as much as possible, Skyping, Zooming and meeting people online, I realized that being by yourself really doesn't mean you're alone. Like you are only alone if you believe you're alone. You're never truly alone because you are enough to be yourself's company. 
I actually love spending time with myself. Like I sometimes talk to myself, love dancing around, love cooking, you know, love listening to podcasts, obviously reading a book. Like I recently read a book in one day because I'm like obsessed that way. I learned that you can always have chats with friends, right? Like if you miss someone, you just call them, you have video chat. That's why we have technology. And that comes into my next point. If you learn to accept yourself and if you learn to spend time with yourself and just love yourself, then being with someone, regardless of a friend's family or loved ones afterwards, like partners or whatever it is, it's an added bonus, you know? Which brings me to number five and the last thing I think we learned in 2020. Obviously, we've learned like so many different things, but again, I didn't want to make this a long episode, so I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Thing number five that we 2020 has taught us is we are basically all screwed without the internet. Seriously. If you think of it, if we would have this type of lockdown back in the days, so like 10, 20 years ago, what would we have all done? Think that there wasn't Amazon. Or if there was Amazon, it was like very bare bones. And I think they only delivered books at the time. Netflix didn't exist. It was the service that you would go to the post office or the mailbox, send in the VHS or CDs or DVDs or whatever it was, and then you could rent them through that. There really wasn't any delivery. You would have to call and they would have to like drive to your place. And obviously with technology, like how would you pay them? You would have to have a crazy amount of bills in your apartment or go to the bank constantly. There wasn't, you know, any online ordering. So whatever you needed, you had to get locally. Shipping situations weren't as fast. Logistics wasn't as fast. So imagine the toilet paper shortage in like small cities or different places. If it would have happened back in the day, you probably most likely would have definitely been paperless for a while expecting you know a new shipment or whatever and like how would you entertain your kids obviously how would you work right like you couldn't if there wasn't really internet if internet wasn't really a thing and it wasn't as advanced the majority of people wouldn't be able to work online like they would have to be laid off or completely just like stop working for a couple of months that they'd be shut down entertaining kids like for them to be schooled you'd have to homeschool them there wouldn't be a screen or something that would be entertaining them or teaching them zoom didn't exist like how like webcams weren't even a thing and if they were they were like super shitty quality so seriously we would all be screwed without the internet like nobody would know what would be happening imagine like if your family is elsewhere you'd have to call them and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on the phone or just really quickly be like, hey, how's it going? Great. Okay, bye. These things, I, can't, I seriously can't imagine what would have happened 20 years ago. And I asked my parents, right? I said, I think number five has to be we'd all be screwed without internet. And they were like, well, no, because everything would like run smoothly. You would find a way to survive things. And while, yeah, this is true, you would definitely find a way to survive things. I'm not saying it would be pleasant and we would seriously like be in trouble and probably suffer many things because internet has just made our lives easier like imagine if you're abroad and you get stuck like you can't speak to your parents or family and god knows how long obviously planes weren't like they were a thing but there weren't as many routes and flying was super expensive back in the day so obviously it wasn't as easy as i'm getting the hell out of here and i'm visiting my family so technology has like it's helped us but also wow like I cannot believe 
how far I guess we've come and also how backwards we are in terms of like we let internet and phones and stuff like that kind of like dictate our lives. So like I said, 2020 has been an intense and insane year filled with so many learnings and so many new things that have just come to light. And so when thinking about what to expect for next year, I have been talking to a lot of people wrapping up, you know, like the coaching clients that I have right now. We're going to be taking a break until the first week of January and me finding new clients and guests and everything. So I have been asking around of like, what do you think will happen next year? And like, how are you feeling? And so I think the best thing to think about in terms of like next year is whatever will be, will be. And seriously, I mean, like knock on wood um it could be worse and i don't think things could get as bad as this year because we've learned and we've just grown as society and everything so i guess all we can hope for is for things to be better than 2020 and you know if 2020 was the year of discovery and self-growth then 2021 will be the year of success in any shape or form that you desire and so with that I want to challenge you because I've already done this for myself. I want to challenge you to create a list of five to 10 goals that you want to achieve by 2021. And by goals, I mean any possible category. So personally, professionally, health-wise, monetary-wise, whatever it is, I want you to make them tangible. And I will give you a couple of examples of my personal 2021 goals list because I want to be held accountable by you. So number one for me is, this is like a dream, dream goal, to win best host category on the Webby Awards. Because yes, guys, I applied and I'm waiting on further instructions, but I hope, fingers crossed, I will win the best host. So for my goal is win best host category on the Webby Awards. Something else that I hit pretty tangible, I wrote be in a happy and healthy relationship with the man of my dreams. This is key and super important because if I would have just written be in a relationship, then it could have been a bad one. It could have been a sad one. Things could have gone awire. So by me specifying that I want a happy and healthy relationship with the man of my dreams, I'm putting it out into the universe of something specifically that I want. Something else that I wrote, for example, and I didn't specify if in coaching or events or whatever it is, I want to impact at least 60 women's lives, obviously through my work or through the podcast. I just really want to have an impact on 60 women. That's what I want. Another thing that I mentioned as tangible goal is hit 1000 downloads a month because that would be just epic for 2021. If I get more, that's amazing. If not, I just, I want to hit 1,000 downloads a month. Something else that is kind of vague, but also pretty specific is do at least one thing I'm scared of each month. The reason why I'm putting that is because I want to challenge myself to get out of my comfort zone and do things that I wouldn't normally do. Kind of like what I'm doing this year with the podcast and so many other things. I want to challenge myself to continue doing that for every aspect of my life. How that's going to look like, I have no idea. I'm letting the universe guide me and I'm definitely going to be inspired. And who knows, like maybe I'll try bungee jumping. Maybe I will flirt with a stranger. Maybe I will donate money, you know, whatever it is. I want to do at least one thing I'm scared of each month. Something else that I think is super important and 
I haven't done in a while is take myself out on a date slash buy myself a present or practice self-care at least once a week. And this one's really important because, you know, we have to love each other first because we, before we can love anyone else, right? Something else that's super high on my list and super, super important for me for 2021 is to become financially free and thriving because I don't just want to cover my needs. I also want to be thriving and I also want to be happy. So these are just a couple of examples that are part of my goals for 2021. And so like I mentioned before, I want to challenge you to do a list of five to 10 things that A, you would like to achieve or B, you would like to do differently or change for the next year. I would love it if you would, if you're not too scared and if you feel like challenging yourself, do a little story. I will create a template in the next few days and post it on Instagram. So do a story and tag me on five to 10 goals for you for 2021. It can be about anything. It can be as specific or as vague as you want if you're nervous about people reading. And I would love it if you could tag me because I would like to keep each other accountable. With that being said, I am signing off from this episode and from this year because by tomorrow, it'll be already 2021 and I'm half excited, half really nervous. But again, I'm just so grateful for everything that 2020 has brought to me, to my life, all the experiences that I've gone through, the people that I've met through the podcast, through my business and through just putting myself out there. And most importantly for you, you who has followed me since the beginning, you who has signed up to listen to my podcast, you who subscribed, you who's listening for the first time, you who's a repeat visitor, you who's a fan number one of the show, thank you for being here every single week, for listening to my podcast episodes, for listening to my guests, for coming with an open mind, for sharing your love, for sending me a message, for sharing with someone, for just being you and being here and being present and taking time for yourself to laugh, maybe cry, maybe relate to someone and just for being present. I really just want to thank you for that. And I'm so excited for 2021 and everything that the new year will bring. I'm sure amazing, amazing things are to come and even more crazy episodes and cool topics and and guests are going to be coming in 2021. And by the end of next year, I will be hitting a hundred episodes. So we will definitely be doing something super special for that. I want to remind you, if you want to check out news, what's coming episodes or just check my life out. You have two ways. You can follow me on Instagram on my business account, which is that at that girl, Sabrina. So at that girl, Sabrina on Instagram. And if you want to learn more about the podcast, laugh a little and just be part of a community that cherishes you, loves you, and is open for any type of person that wants to join check out at pretty sure podcast on Instagram or join the link in the description for the pod crew. Have a happy end of the year, new year celebration, even if it's in your pajamas with a champagne bottle in front of a zoom Christmas party or new year's Eve party. Have a lovely end to the year, this, which has been a crazy year and have the best start to 2021. I will see you next week. 
and I will see you in 2021. So have a lovely, lovely evening. I'm signing off. I love you all and peace out. See you next year.